Uh, well, uh, I, you know, I, I promise we will, uh, you know, any uh, viewers who are worried about this, we will almost certainly get to some, you know, politics and class struggle and shit by the end of the uh, end of the episode. But uh, before we started recording, um, you were saying something uh, that was so interesting that I thought, you know, we should really do this on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we were talking, uh, you know, we were talking about grunge and you were kind of giving me your, your take that there's no such mm-hmm. thing. No, yeah. As far as a musical genre, like um, when, when we think of musical genres and I, and I mentioned to Ben before a doo-wop, you know, I play metal. And if I say metal, there's a sound you hear. There's a certain distortion you hear, right? If we talk about the big four of thrash, you know, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax, those guys all sound very, very similar. Um, so I, I, sh- I shouldn't say that. Not in a biting manner, but there's just a certain tonality that you want to get when you say like you play thrash metal like we play fast and we play heavy and we distort our guitars like this like there's an official sound because of uh you know friends i know that are that are techs for bands like slayer and exodus and testament and and metallica that there's a setup that they all have and one day he was like if you want to get the the 80s thrash tone this is what it is Mm -hmm. right and it was very simple and we, we kind of joked about it. But anyway, when I think of grunge, if you think of those 90s bands that are called grunge, let's just talk about the big four of grunge, right? Who would that be? Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, and uh, and who else? Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. Who are we? Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. There's no way in the world you can tell me Alice in Chains sounds like Nirvana. There's no way in the world you can tell me Mud Honey sounds like Tad, sounds like the Melvins. It, you know, those bands all sound very different. They're, they just happen to be from Seattle. And what happens when an area is hot, everybody gets a Back then, everything's different now with the internet. But everybody got a deal. Like the Bay Area where I'm from. When, when Metallica moved out here, Everybody got a deal, right? Same thing with with Seattle in the in the early nineties, when when Nirvana hit, and they weren't really the first ones, right? Soundgarden kind of had a little more success before that, but when Nirvana hit huge, everybody got a deal. Cat started moving to Seattle to try to get a deal. Do you but remember what, guy, yeah. there was a uh, there was a New York Times story several years ago about this guy who in the army that was on yeah both yeah records. yeah he'd been kicked out of both Nirvana and Soundgarden in both cases before they yeah. made it big. He and paid so, for he paid for uh, Nirvana's Bleach album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's on the press photos for for Nirvana's uh, uh, Nevermind. <laughs> if you look at the early press photos, there's four people, not three. Yeah, this guy ended up becoming like uh, doing some kind of like crazy special forces stuff in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and things like that. But you know, but yeah, that was a big part of the article about like how at every stage of like going through the military, and everything, there'll always be somebody who recognizes him. You know, from, like, those old photos. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and weren't you in uh, Soundgarden? It, yeah, because he even talks about being in Soundgarden like right when they were kind of blowing up. Because there's other bands from Seattle that. 
were popular but weren't as big right um jesus what are they called like i think metal church is from seattle who actually uh a few of those people are texts from metallica actually <laughs> they actually sold a fair amount of records in their in their heyday um but i compared it to the squ- the squad yeah yeah like when we think of the squad, the media makes it sound like there's four women in Congress and they're like this unified Avengers like team because right. that was a, a slur almost that Donald Trump threw at them that they then took and flipped it and turned it into some marketing. And the press just kind of went with that. And that's the squad. We're going to expand the squad in this next election and yada, yada, yada. Who's part of the squad? And and we were saying I was like grunge to me is like the way we look at the squad. It's not like Ilhan Omar and and Alexandria Casio Cortez and Rashida Tlaib put their fists together and yeah, and yeah, yelled out "squad" a symbol, right? Yeah, yeah like, yeah, like <laughs> that, that's that wasn't what got them where they are. That wasn't their motivation, and that's I don't really think that's who they are uh, necessarily in Congress, but that's who the press wants to, you know. They paint a picture. And the, the same thing to me is w- w- with grunge, where a picture got painted of what people think that music is. What's the movie? Is, is it singles or say anything with Winona Ryder? I think Which say movie? anything. Is it say anything with, with Ben, Ben, Ben? I keep wanting to say Burgess. <laughs> no, I was not to say anything or singles. Uh, to the record, yeah. Ben, oh, God, his dad just passed away. It's something about Mary, Ben. Uh huh. Oh, what is his name? Jewish fellow. <laughs> well, that narrows down. Really, uh, really funny. <laughs> his mom's an actress too. I think she just passed away. He's married to the woman that uh, played Marsha Brady in the Brady Bunch movie. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Stiller's in that movie. I think Janine Garofalo's in that movie. Is this? Is that say anything? I always forget. Or is that singles? You don't remember? Anyway. Ethan Hawke plays a guy in a grunge band. And and I wouldn't even say the music that he was doing was generic of grunge. Because, I again, I couldn't put my... I can't put my finger on what that music sounded like. But I know what people looked like that played it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah which, by the way, funny that this is the second time today uh, that the um, Janine Garofalo has uh, come up in conversation. <laughs> With, uh, I saw that uh, earlier in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. She was on Majority Report. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was an original co-host of the Majority Report. It's bizarre to think about, uh, but uh, but yeah, right. So it, it seems like okay, grunge really means like rock music produced by people in the Pacific Northwest, wearing black. <laughs> you know, more than like what the actual music was, which you know is, is kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, I think there's probably some truth to that. Although it's also funny because, like, one of the things that I thought about when you said that is, um, do you ever? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a funny question, but do you ever? Uh, do you ever read uh, Ozzy Osbourne's uh, autobiography? No, I would be frightened to. Okay, uh, it's actually pretty good. Like, like by the standards of rock memoirs, I, th- I think it's a good book. Did it come out? Did it come out after the whole incident with him and Sharon? I he, like, choked her. Yeah, it did because I think they talk they talk about that at the very end. Um, That's sad. Uh, yeah, sad yeah, but he, um, but it's a good, yeah, it's it's a good, um, it's a good book. I mean, you could speculate about how much he wrote it, you know, and, and how much it might be like, you know, how much like you Most sort of, of that stuff is dictated. Have to read it as like a 
a, like a novel that the ghostwriter, you know, was inspired to write by like whatever Ozzy mumbled at him. But, uh, well, yeah, I, most <laughs> of that stuff is dictated. Um, I don't know if you read the dirt, no. the Molly crew book, the dirt. Uh, I don't even know if you're a fan of Molly crew. I, unfortunately I'm a huge Molly crew fan. And, uh, that was definitely written by those guys, at least dictated. And they said, like, no, no, say it totally like that. I want dude with all the use. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, in the Ozzy case, I think it's called This is Ozzy. He, um, I mean, either he didn't have much to do with it or he let the, um, maybe he just let the ghostwriter like clean it up because it's like a pretty well written book. But in, um, uh, but, um, but in there, one of the things he says is that, you know, people said, you know, Black Sabbath was like the first metal band, but he never understood what they meant by that. Because uh, as, as far as he was concerned, they were a blues band who, you know, who, who made some spooky songs. Uh, and and then he kind of goes into how, like, what's referred to as metal in different eras is is completely different. And he doesn't really understand what the, like, larger category is supposed to be. I, you know, it's... <laughs> There's an anthropologist that actually has a series on on heavy metal called Metal Evolution, and he actually goes through these different stages of music and how metal is derived from all these things, and he goes down a rabbit hole of different genres of metals and, and, and where they come from, and kind of the the main link, the, the the starting point for a lot of stuff is Black Sabbath, and and I think when when I think about Black Sabbath, I think it's the distortion, right? Mm. That uh, and 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 the way they used. The, the the that minor scale um that is kind of the epitome of metal and everything after you is always going to be a derivative so where there is a genre if you will of black sabbath clones and doom metal i don't know how many mm. people watch the show are going to be metal people but uh that's that's pretty much well, we're going to find out today we're going to see what the reactions like to this episode. i'm i'm always surprised cuz i usually come on a lot of shows with like metal shirts and people will comment and i'm like oh shit there's more people listening to this shit than i thought This has been a free public preview of a patron-exclusive episode of Give Them an Argument. To get the rest of this episode and every other patron-exclusive episode, go to patreon.com slash Ben Burgess.